Perhaps if you could just tell us what exactly the authority does and where the association does and what where does it get the authority to make such a decision? Thank you very much for having me on your show. Um, the association is National Funeral Practitioners Association of South Africa. Uh, basically, we are an association of business owners, black business owners, uh, who operate in the funeral uh, fraternity. Uh, what has uh, what does happen is that uh, as a, as an association, we take a, a mandate from uh, members um, members of the association. So what has happened is that we have uh, analyzed um, the economic distribution of the country, the demographics of the country, and um, we've realized uh, certain uh, aspects. Uh, one is that um, in South Africa there is no longer any white or Indian area, uh, which we applaud that. What has happened is that the areas that were designated by apartheid system as black or, or Indian areas, black people have moved into those areas and actually bought houses in those areas and are contributing to the local economy of those areas. They are sending their children to school in those areas. They also work in those areas. They are actively contributing into the local economy. Uh, which is applaudable. Um, contrary to what is happening in the townships uh, of Kwama, Shumlazi, Soweto, Alexandra, Ukuletu, and elsewhere in the country uh, where there are ghettos and, 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 and informal segments, you find that in those areas, 100% uh, population there will be black people. So we are saying uh, it, it's about time that as black people, we, we start to undo... 350 years of of uh, of um, false teaching that anything that is good is something that is provided by a white person. So it's about time that we challenge the status quo. It's a call to all our people to realize that they are beautiful as black they, uh, as black as they are, and they are capable and uh, they are talented beyond measure. Uh, the fact that they are black does not limit them. In fact, before the arrival of the white people in South Africa, we were able to conduct burials. But let's come closer to what is obtaining currently. You'd find that in the main, these white um, companies, they are giving a mandate to underwriters because as, uh, you know, the Financial Services Board will compel us to have an underwriter. They are underwriting us. And you find them that lately they are also funeral service providers. So they are taking two roles. They are referees and players at the same time. And uh, to move on, they are making, you know, one of them is boasting that they are paying out claims 6 billion rand per annum. Uh, they're not telling us how many billions they are making, but they are saying they are paying out 6 billion of rand. And you would understand for sure that to place an ad on television, it will okay. cost me in the region of 250000 of which most of black uh, owners do not have su- such a muscle. So it's unfair for these companies to come into our areas where there are so, so many social ills, unemployment, poverty. Okay, to come Mr. Shazi, allow me please to interrupt you because yes. I think we need right. to just get to the point of what it is that you're saying. Are you now saying that uh, uh, white-owned, white-controlled or white-partnered funeral uh, practitioners or services will no longer be able to operate in predominantly black areas? We are saying that as black people come the 1st of February, uh, we've analyzed that 
some of our people uh, who are serving black funeral service providers have not yet undergone through vigorous training in terms of customer service and business management. And as such, we've initiated a school and we are training our people to be ready to, to, to service our people. Come the 1st of February, so you are not saying must take charge. No, no, it's a process. But on the 1st of February, we are ready to take over uh, and service our people with you. When you Should say any- funeral services or parlors are not giving back to the community, and therefore this is why you've taken this stance, what do you mean by that? Uh, look, ma'am, uh, maybe let's not, um, let's just concentrate on the fact that um, you have townships, as I've explained, that you have mixed uh, areas in South Africa where service delivery and everything else is excellent. And you have black areas where there is poverty, there is high level of, 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 of crime and, and so forth. Why would we allow people who do not reside in those areas to come in and steal economic opportunities and get away to to sustain their expensive suburbs. It is unfair. Okay, so you tell my producer that one of the reasons you're doing this is because these companies do not plow back into the community. And the question that we wanted to know is that, is it incumbent on any operator that operates in an area to plow back into the community, as you say? Uh, look, uh, I, I don't know, um, but in, according to my culture and my understanding of Ubuntu, you would not go to a community and rip off millions of friends and not plow back anything. Uh, in fact, there is one company, uh, I'm not going to mention their name, but there is one company that is going around townships and painting schools, you know, with their colors so that schools become their adverts. Uh, and it's such a shame, you know, you go to the school where I go, I, I went to the primary school, Tandimfundo. It's in colors of a particular company, but it has broken windows. Uh, the, the asbestos, the roof is broken in some uh, admin block. But this school, the only thing that they receive in, uh, from this company is a board written their name and paint on the wall. And we are saying, you know, this is pathetic. Okay, uh, thank you very much. The tide has to change. Shirzi is uh, the Secretary General of NAFUPA, the National Funeral Practitioners Association of South Africa.